25 years ago, a baby died. A beautiful six-month-old, very healthy baby died. And from the death of that baby, a walk was born. We were a bunch of Yarralumla mums, a close-knit group of mums who went through our pregnancies together. We went through childbirth, not together, although some of us were at each other's uh, births. We breastfed together, we talked about our babies together, playgroup, preschool, and we were a very close group of women. Um, after Joseph died, one of our number thought, there's got to be something we can do to bring a small amount of solace to a grieving mother, although there's not really much solace you can bring to a death of a baby. Anyway, the walk was born, and we started this walk and we'd been doing it for 25 years, and three mornings a week we go down Bank Street, along through Westbourne Woods, around the golf course, up the Governor General's Drive, and through the Pine Forest. And some people say, you do the same walk every day? No, 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 we say. The walk is different every day. There's the cockatoos, the squawk of the cockatoos, there's the, the swans and the cygnets, the ducks and the ducklings, the autumn colours and the heat and the frost. So it's always very different. And as we walk, we talk. And we talked, in those days, we talked about teething and toddlers and toilet training and tantrums, all the T words. Anyway, we were pretty regular walking along. And uh, we used to pass a guy who was also fairly regular on a bicycle. And we didn't take much notice. He was just one of the people we said good morning to until one morning we were walking and Karen said to me, did you see that? I said, what? She said he had all his genitals hanging out the side of his shorts. <laughs> no, I said. Yes, she said. I said, well, next walk I'll be looking. So the next... <laughs> so we're walking along the next time and I'm looking but trying not to look, and the people behind me are looking and trying not to look, and he went past and we went, oh, he has! <laughs> All hanging out and on display for us to see. Well, we thought, this is not why we get up so early to go on the morning walk. This spoils the beauty and tranquility of our Yarra Lumla walk. <laughs> but we thought, fairly harmless, we won't take any notice. But it happened three times a week, every time we'd pass this guy. And it had started to have a bit of an effect on us as we were coming. <laughs> Not that kind of effect. As, as we got to the point where we'd pass him, we'd go silent and we'd all be thinking, will it be on display again today? And it always was. And he had a kind of strange, wide-kneed cycling action to give us the full benefit of his uh, genitals. Anyway, I said, don't worry, the first cold snap's coming. That'll stop him. Sure enough, the first frosts of winter, and we're marching, thinking, ha-ha, got you. And he's got track pants on, so we thought, that's it, we won't see it now. But he'd split the crutch, <laughs> laid his tackle on the seat, no doubt as an offering to us as we went past. <laughs> and this just went on. But then it started to have another effect on us. Some people said, I don't feel safe doing this walk on my own anymore. I think I'll stop. 
somebody else said, well, I'm not going to let my children play unattended in the suburb because this guy's pretty creepy and, you know, who knows? And then I started to get angry. I thought, that bastard. It's one thing to spoil the tranquility and beauty of the walk. It's another to curtail our freedom and make women, particularly women, feel unsafe. I'm going to get him. How could I do that? <laughs> I know, I'll take a photo. So one morning, I walked along. I had my camera under my clothes. If you'll include, excuse the pun, it was cocked and ready. <laughs> and marching along, here he came through the Westbourne woods. As he drew close, I pulled out the camera, flash, took the photo. He swung his right leg across his body and nearly fell off his bike. He got a look of complete horror on his face as he saw what I'd done. But then he was gone and we were gone. Hooray, we said. We've got him. Anyway, I, um, I took the photo. I had the photo developed. In those days, you had to wait to have the photo <laughs> developed. And when it came back, I uh, called the police and I gave the photo to the police and they, they took it away and I don't know what they did with it. I don't think they ever caught the guy, but the thing is um, we didn't see him again. We might have once seen him in the distance, but we certainly never saw his, you know, junk on display on the bicycle seat. <laughs> and we're still a big, proud bunch of women walking. Some, you know, people call us intimidating and maybe that was the reason he wanted to, you know, reverse that and intimidate us. Now we talk about things like ageing parents and our grown-up children and our grandchildren. So it's a different, it's a, the, the conversation is different, but we're still there walking together, most of us. And so um, we got rid of the, the flasher and uh, my piece of advice would be, if you want to beat a flasher, become a flasher yourself. <laughs> Thank you.